Hey folks, my name is Will. I use he, him, his pronouns, and I am thrilled to welcome you back to the Tuomest podcast. Before we begin today's episode, we'd like to acknowledge that we are recording this from UBC's Vancouver Point Grey campus, which is situated on the traditional, ancestral, and unceded territories of the Hunkaminam-speaking Musqueam people. We also recognize that you may be tuning in from many places near and far, and acknowledge the traditional owners and caretakers of those lands. If this is your first time joining us, we're really excited to have you. This podcast is created and produced by UBC's Student Alumni Council, also known as the SAC. The SAC's mission is to connect current students with alumni and to foster campus pride. Today's episode is the first in our Student Skills series, which will cover relevant topics all students should be familiar with. I'll be walking you through a few important ideas you should be aware of when it comes to networking and socializing with important people. Don't judge a book by its cover. If all of us had unlimited time, I'm sure we would all make a concerted effort to really get to know a person before we decide whether we'd like to put more time into them. Unfortunately, time is incredibly limited as a student or professional. In general, humans use heuristics or rules of thumb to make decisions about a complex issue without spending too much time or mental effort on it. Broadly, this is an effective strategy for humans, but of course, it has its drawbacks. When people use heuristics to make quick judgments about things like whether a task was successful or whether they like an individual, they aren't able to put effort or time into these decisions. So, they rely on first impressions. It is imperative that we master the art of first impressions, but this is hard. Should we talk more or less? What questions should we ask? Should I have worn less Axe body spray? Probably. I think it's easier to approach this from the other side. What makes a bad first impression? First, ignoring or breaching the expectations of the setting you're in. You might have first impressions in a variety of circumstances in your life, and it's important that you act in a manner that's appropriate for each of these. For example, if you run into a professor you've wanted to connect with at the bar, you would likely approach that situation differently than you would if you met a potential employer at a black tie mixer. Each situation will have different expectations, and it's critical that you adapt to those. The same thing applies if you're meeting someone for the first time over Zoom or FaceTime. Be sure to respect the social expectations of a video call. Now, the second mistake that will ruin a first impression is not standing out. Now, I'm not telling you to go say out-of-pocket things or be controversial. What I am saying is that you need to bring the most exciting version of yourself to that conversation. A lot of the most interesting individuals you'll want to talk to will have many other people competing for their time. When many people are vying for your attention, you have to be selective about who you'll ultimately give it to, and it's only natural that you'll want to spend time around the most interesting people. This doesn't mean that you, the listener, ought to lie about yourself, but this will entail some self-reflection. If you're talking to a highly sought-after person, what do you want to tell them about yourself? How do you want to connect with them? It's worth spending some time over the next couple days and weeks actually writing down the things that you would like to share with people. This doesn't mean that you should spend five minutes rattling off your greatest accomplishments, of which I'm sure there's many. You probably want to share things that will make you stand out from others. The more unique experiences you've had, the most meaningful things you've been a part of. 
the interesting passions that you're exploring will be what attract other people to you. Regardless, do your best to share the most interesting parts of yourself. Dale Carnegie was an American writer and lecturer who worked in sales and teaching self-development. He is responsible for some of the most influential books on interpersonal skills, the most popular of which is titled How to Win Friends and Influence People. Now, this entire book is brilliant, and I would personally recommend it to anyone who wants to invest more in their relationships and get more out of their conversations. But for our purposes today, I want to pull out one specific lesson, the importance of beginning with sincere praise and appreciation. Think about this. Why would you go to a networking event? Really think. Now, for most of us, myself included, the answer is something along the lines of, I want to form new connections that will potentially lead to professional opportunities for myself. See, I'm not here to tell you that that answer is bad or wrong in any way, but I do want us to think about how we can use it to stand out. Let's assume that most people who are going to networking events or coffee chats are going for much the same reason that we are. They want to leverage new social connections. If the first things most employers hear at networking events are a list of accomplishments and how much someone wants to work for them, that likely gets pretty dull very quickly. Instead of opening with your resume or how much research you've done on this person's company, Start by expressing genuine gratitude for this person's time. Notice how I said genuine? People are much better at picking up on insincerity than most of us think. It would be ill-advised to excessively flatter someone as well, as desperation is truly not the vibe you want to give off. Instead, give them sincere thanks for taking the time to talk with you and share with them a few things you admire about their work, their company, or them. If you want to talk to this person, there is likely something alluring about their job or involvements that excites something inside of you. Allow that to shine through and you will certainly differentiate yourself from others at these events who simply see employers as opportunities instead of people. Throughout his book, Dale Carnegie stresses the importance of making people feel important to you. What we are doing by beginning with sincere praise and appreciation is showing to that person just how much they mean to us. Consider how many of your conversations on a day-to-day -day basis don't begin with sincere praise or appreciation. I'm surrounded by lovely people every day and I can't even say that many of mine do. Think about this next time you start a conversation with someone that you want to forge a connection with. thing I want to chat about today is just how important it is to go beyond your social comfort zone. If you've ever been to a networking event, I'm sure that you can appreciate just how awkward and difficult it can be introducing yourself to new people all evening. It feels like when the professor asks you to introduce yourself to your groupmates and everyone is just forced to share a fun fact about themselves. Some truly mortifying stuff. This terribly awkward feeling actually comes from a physiological response to a perceived danger. 
As highly social animals, humans can perceive danger in social situations when things might not be going their way or when we are worried about losing social status. Those worries can manifest themselves in feelings of discomfort, and this is perfectly natural. And these responses exist to quote-unquote protect us from danger. It's important to realize, though, that we are fooling ourselves. When was the last time that someone came up to you out of the blue, struck up a conversation with you, and left you feeling like you would never want to see them again? I'd wager you probably can't even remember the last time that that happened. We are all secretly curious about each other and want to know more about each other's lives, but nearly all of us are too afraid to ask. So I offer you this rule of thumb. Three seconds of courage. That's all it takes. You don't have to be brave for the entire social event or even an entire minute. Just three seconds. Just long enough to say, hello, my name is Will, what's yours? Or, I couldn't help but overhear your conversation, do you mind if I join you? That's the hard part. And if I can share one more tip, this gets easier with practice. The more times you go beyond your social comfort zone, the more effortless it becomes, and eventually the things that used to be scary are just routine. Here are a couple of good questions to get the conversation rolling after that opening line. How did you find out about the event today? What projects do you currently have going on at work right now? And what are your thoughts on the industry that you're working in? Now, if the conversation isn't going your way, that is okay. Don't force it. It is not the end of the world to realize that maybe you and this person you're talking with don't have a lot in common and won't develop a useful working relationship. That's fine. You won't make a fool of yourself by excusing yourself from the conversation or inviting someone new to join. There is no sense in dragging out a conversation that should have ended five minutes ago. If the horse dies, dismount. So that is all for me. It has been a pleasure hosting the 2MS podcast again after a year away from it. I hope you were able to gain something from today's episode and that you'll tune in again soon for our next one. I would encourage you to follow the SAC on all major social media platforms like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. We post lots of exciting opportunities there for UBC students. You should definitely shoot us a follow on TikTok as well because that is where the real heat is at. Thanks for listening, folks. Have a wonderful day.